what's for me? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast, sponsored by Dark Fusion Systems, the best custom computer building company you could possibly imagine. Whether it's for a gaming PC, whether it's for creative needs, music needs, whatever it could be, Dark Fusion Systems will build you the best PC possible. Get $100 off your entire building. It's called CP Pod at checkout, darkfusionsystems.com. We'll strip to the podcast below for that. Use that code anytime throughout the build or at the end of the sale, and you'll get $100 off. Also, you'll help me too, so thank you. Now it's time for a feature presentation. If you watch WWE in the 2000s, you know the intro song across the nation. The band that did the underground is back, and we talk with Brian from the band. We talk about their brand new Back to the 2000s tour with Soil, Flaw, and Rock coming up. The whole entire story behind how Across This Nation got to be on the WWE for four full years as the intro to Raw and more new music. <gasps> Are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. If you're like me, you know this band because you watched WWE during the Ruthless Aggression era. And if you watched Raw at any point in time, you heard their song across the nation literally start up the show every single night and you got pumped up to all hell for it. And if you're ever wondering what happened to the band and if you could go see him live, now you can. In 2024, all throughout March, they're going to be on the road with Flaw, with Raw, and I can't believe, and Soil as well. I almost forgot Soil there. That would have been really bad because they're also big on the bill. Playing some of the greatest early 2000s songs you could possibly imagine. So please welcome Brian Scott from the Union Underground, the podcast. So Brian, welcome to Core Progression Podcast. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Thanks for being on, man. It is a blast to absolutely have you. And I got to ask, first thing off is, I know the tours come up in March. It's, you know, big comeback tour type deal. What's it like coming back into music and playing live once again after quite a long break? Yeah, yeah, it has been a bit of a break. Uh, it's fantastic, man. Everyone's very excited. Um, you know, I've uh, I've had a project called Cold Follow that I've been focusing on for you know the last ten years or so, but um, I really felt it was time to revisit the union thing and the uh, uh, the lineup with this tour is fantastic, and we finally got everyone to where you know it worked out on everyone's schedules, and it's just. Um, the timing couldn't be better. Everyone's super excited. I mean, I don't think the timing could be better either. You've got bands on there. I mean, Soil, you know, everyone still knows Soil. Everyone knows Flaw. I know Rock had to come back with the Intercorrupted album back in, it was like 2021, I think, if I remember correctly, or 2022. I'm going to mess that up Yeah, eventually. it's pretty recent. Yeah. But I know it's pretty recent, but it's just you're seeing more music come back like that. You're seeing more of that nostalgic kick come in from a lot of people. You're seeing it pop up once again all over the like internet, online, wherever you can find it. So coming back at this moment right now, and especially after like the craziness of the pandemic and then directly post pandemic where everyone and their mother was trying to tour, it's kind of like that perfect spot to come in after that crazy, insane, everyone's out on the road. Now it's kind of died down a bit and now it's starting to level back out. It's like the perfect time to go out. Yeah. 20 and 21 were just, God, wow. I mean, I, I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. Yeah, it, was, it, it was a crazy time and people are so excited to get back to shows. I mean, the attendance at shows now are just record numbers, you know, which is of course, because when you're locked down for two years, you know, people just need to get back to their lives and, you know, get back into it. So uh, the excitement's un unbelievable. 
And for so many of us, just going back to live shows was that biggest moment of getting back to normal because now we're in a room together with a lot of people. Everyone is there for the same common goal of enjoying the music that's going to be played up on stage. And we get to actually enjoy the thing that gives us a lot of life, which is that music. So that's fever pitch to sell out and see live shows is still there. There are so many shows that I go and see that sell out before the show, like before the show date. So you're still seeing that demand that is there. And especially with you guys, with the Union Underground coming back, you've got, again, Soil, Flaw, Ra on the bill as well. I mean, I'll, I'll be surprised if you guys don't sell out, like, at least, at the bare minimum, at least half of these shows. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, you know, internally, of course, I've seen all the numbers. And, yeah, that's going to happen for sure. <laughs> Ooh, okay, yeah. now that's even more exciting. But so when it comes to this tour as well, because I know you guys are going to play a, probably a good amount from an education in Rebellion, but... Is there going to be any potential new stuff that's going to be played during that run as well? Yeah, we're, you know, we're going to do Education Rebellion in its entirety, of course. And then, uh, you know, across the nation. Um, and there are a couple of songs that we're going to do that people have not heard. So, and one of them for sure will be on the new record. Um, we have to keep them some things close to the vest, of course, because... Uh, you know, we can't leak too much before the new record, but there are a couple of just slamming songs that we're going to do live that people have not heard. So it's kind of like this, the best way to potentially get a little bit of that insight into what the new record's going to be like and what some of those songs are going to sound like is to go get a ticket and go see the show live and experience in full the way it's supposed to be experienced. Not just, you know, sitting down, passively listening to it. No, being an active participant in the music, in the experience, live, seeing you guys. That's the best way to do it, right? Agreed. Yep. 100%. So now, I mean, you've got to be excited too to go and see you guys play live because... Of course, for someone like myself, I always want to go and I'm going to want to go see you guys play live. And of course, here across the nation, just given the fact that I watched WWE throughout that time. But now hearing that there's potential new music and absolute new rippers of music that's going to be coming out from you guys. That just adds to more of the excitement and more of the want to go and see not only what you guys have been up to, but what the creative output is going to be once we actually hear it. Yeah, man, I, we're really excited about the new stuff. And, you know, the thing is, I really wanted to focus on making sure that the new record is a continuation of rebellion, you know? So it's going to have that kind of classic union underground sounds, you know, um, it's, it's what the second record should have been, you know? And so um, I think people are going to be excited about that. Like, I don't want it to be like some completely brand new sound that people aren't familiar with, you know? So if you own that record, you will be pleased by this one, I believe. To me, that makes the most amount of sense too, because if it was going to be something that was completely brand new and a different sound that you were trying to go for, then why not just have a different name for the whole entire project mm -hmm. altogether? But especially right. with, you know, you had an education rebellion and then nothing to follow that up. Try and have this continuation on that, what the second record would have been like, especially with the resurgence in the sound, resurgence in the focus of that early 2000s sound. Yeah, that's going to be something that people are going to clamor for. But also from your perspective, too, it's got to be fun being able to go back into that mindset, into that mode and write songs from that time period and just, you know, kind of go into the time warp and go back into like 2002 in a certain way. Yeah, no, yeah, it is fun because I, I kind of get to be almost a fan as well while I'm writing, you know. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's super fun. 
So then what was the process like writing in that mindset, going back and kind of being a fan, but also having to write the music at the exact same time? Uh, you know, over the years, you know, I've been writing a lot of union demos and I just kind of put them aside. And, and you know, like I said, I have another project that I'm in as well. But every now and then I would sit down and start writing something for that project. And it just sounded so much like a union underground song. It's like, I got to keep this. I got to file this away for, you know, when I reapproach that. So um, it's been fun to dig up old demos and go, oh, wow, that's that's awesome, man. You know, so um, that that's been a fun process to kind of put some of those older things uh, together that have been sitting around for a bit and, you know, make sure they gel with all the new stuff. So, yeah, it's exciting. You essentially created your own buried treasure in that moment. I mean, if you really think about it, you pretty much did. You've got demos that you're yeah. working on that were sitting there for quite a while, able to rediscover them, see where you could put them into certain places, how they would evolve, especially from a mindset that when you first wrote those demos, recorded them to where you are now, how you wanted to continue, continue with them, evolve them to get to a point where now, I mean, we're going to have a brand new Union Underground album coming out when there's probably, you know, as many people as possible that never thought that something like this could possibly happen. But it's happening. Right. And you guys are playing live. This is happening. Like... We're getting giddy now. Yeah, it's exciting, man. I got to go into the backyard and dig up the demos, you know? <laughs> yeah, you just just get that yeah. shovel out, find the old cigar boxes that you kept them in. It's yeah. just like, oh, shoot. Or if you got, or if you have your dog run out there, it's like it's like a dog burying a bone and then like finding it 10 years later, just ecstatic, yeah. jumping all over the place, acting like it's a puppy once again. But that, that excitement is still there and that energy just comes right back with it. So the fact that we're getting new music from you guys, I mean... I can't help but say it again. That's just, that's just incredible. And it's ecstatic and it's just energetic and yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. Yeah. It's, it, um, we plan on, so we're going to do this run in March and then, you know, take the summer off to finish up some of the new stuff. And then we, we are doing a UK run in, uh, November. Can't really talk about it yet, but you know, we're, we're kind of, when does this come out by the way? Um, this will come out sometime Just in the next couple, like the next couple of weeks after we record it. So, but okay. probably, but if, if um, you can't talk much about the, you, that whole entire thing, then, you know, we'll keep it on the low. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, um, that is something to look forward to for people in the UK. Cause we have, we haven't been there in a long time and we constantly get, uh, comments and questions daily about going to the UK. So, you know, everyone's going to be excited about that. So I guess, I guess that's kind of a uh, word of the wise to a bunch of fans out there. If you want to see a band come and play in your area or play your country, play your city, if they're going to ask you where to play, just constantly comment it and get other people to do it too because that's that's how it's going to be tracked. That's what we're going to know where to play, you know? It works. I mean, you know, we uh, some people claim not to probably, but, you know, we, we, look at, we look at it all. You know, we like to see the, you know, what everyone's commenting on and what everyone's jazzed about. So, um, you know, I dig through social media all the time and, um, the UK need is there for sure. You know, I mean, I've heard that I would assume that too, especially just given the sound, given the style of the music as well, the UK is just going to possibly be clamoring for it. And if that's happening, absolutely go over there, take advantage of it. And with touring, getting back to, you know, especially as back to normal as much as possible, of course, there's always going to be costs that end up coming with it that always have to be taken in, into account. But if you guys have the ability to go over there and actually make it happen, then go and do it and get those times, get those experiences, because 
especially for coming back for touring after so long as the Union Underground, you have so much of an opportunity to just create such a magical moment for so many people that have been wanting to see this for years. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so that is definitely happening in November, and we'll be announcing hopefully, you know, by the first of first week of February. Ooh. So then by the yeah, time this so comes up, coming up. So it's coming up and all of a sudden there's going to be people that go absolutely gangbusters, ape crazy for it. You might just get yeah. random DMs of people going, it's finally happening. I'm going to bring <laughs> you this and this and this at the show. We're going to go yeah. nuts and just going to be, it's going to be a flood of positivity. That's the key of it. Yeah, absolutely. Now there's, there's one thing I definitely want to ask you. And it's something that if I did not ask you this, my brother would probably drive over to my house and try and kick that living hell out of me. If I never asked this, because he is a huge wrestling fan. <clears throat> What was it like getting across the nation to be the feature song on WWE for four years? Like, what was that whole experience like? Yeah, I, you know, it was pretty amazing because we contributed that song to that compilation record, um, Forcible Entry, right? Which was WWF at the time. And uh, there's, there's a ton of fantastic bands on that compilation. And... Uh, the pitch from them was to cover the song. They basically had theme songs and they kind of wanted you to cover the theme songs using the lyrics and all that stuff. And I think, you know, majority of the bands on there did that. Um, but I really wanted to just, I took, I took the baseline of the song and just wrote a new song around it, you know, and I, I would, I would, send them little clips to make sure, you know, it was, you know, it was going to gel with what they needed for the record. But I didn't, I didn't want to take the lyrics from the theme song or anything. I just wanted to take the, the you know, the kind of intro sound of, because of, everyone was doing a, a theme for each wrestler, you know, and at the time I wasn't even, you know, familiar with most of these guys. So, you know, I got introduced to them afterwards, but I really wanted to take the song and just kind of write a Union Underground song instead of covering, you know, the theme song that uh, was pitched. So, and they loved it. So luckily I was able to just, you know, get a Union Underground song on that record, you know? And uh, the fact that it was used to, um, you know, introduce the show every night for that for that long i think it was four or five years crazy and we did one of those live shows in anaheim that was insane yeah wait like and guys, video- i'll say like wait like a live show like a live wwe show where you guys play the intro right before the the show even started like actually like literally live during it oh yeah in a huge arena in like one of their annual things it was insane it's 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 you can find it online it's nuts yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go look that up because if it's an yeah. if it's like an annual thing and like is, was it Survivor Series was it the Rumble was it WrestleMania maybe it was SummerSlam I don't know but that is just absolutely insane especially just hearing that story given the fact that if, if the idea is for bands to cover entrance songs and then you took it in a completely different direction creating a Union Underground song off of just the base of a song that you guys had heard from what they wanted you to do then it created something that was not only your own and unique, but it still also completely fit around the WWF or WWE brand at the time. And it works so well that, you know, you guys being yourselves, you having that individuality like aspect behind it created something that is now ingrained the fa- like minds of wrestling fans 
that have been around for over 20 years. Like everyone is everyone when you hear that song, it's synonymous with it. I still hear that song every time if I ever play my uh, brother's PS2, put in SmackDown versus Raw, and all of a sudden, boom, you hear that thing just pop in right there, and it's just I automatically know what it is. Like there's yeah. no missing it from when it starts to when it finishes. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, to be honest, like I wasn't even sure that they were going to accept it because we did not follow the rules at all, you know, from what the pitch was. So, yeah, it's fantastic that it even made it, you know, to the record and, and had that much impact. Yeah, especially with the stories of how they are with their creative and with their intellectual property, how restrictive they can be with it. You kind of took one of those Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, you know, rules of success where it's impossible to be a maverick or true original if you're too well behaved. It's like you don't want to break the law, but break the rules because there's so many rules in life. You sort of broke the rules on that one, but it worked out to the absolute best it possibly could. Because if you would have just followed exactly what they wanted, you would have ended up on the forcible entry album uh, compilation. But then where would it gone from there? Now you're just like your right. band and your music is embedded in the lore of WWE and the history of it, you know, for the rest of time, basically. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, th I think Across the Nation was the only song from that record that got released to radio, which is amazing because there's um, there's fantastic bands on that, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing experience. So like I, sh I should have the album cover like pulled up to be able to look at it because I know there's a bunch of different bands that are listed on there. I know Disturbed is one of them, which is like, yep. okay, you know, you had Disturbed on there. They're great songwriters. David Draymond's absolutely fantastic. And then mm -hmm. you guys are the ones that have the song that gets not only the intro song for four years, gets radio play and continues to have the band and the overall like just remembrance of that sound ingrained in the minds of fans forever. So again, now with you guys coming back, it just stands the test of time where not only does the music stand up, but also that song still has a, such a you know strong connection with so many people where that's something where you have a base to really work off of, especially coming with the new music. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And now I'm even more excited. Like, I got to go see this thing live and I got to <laughs> see if you guys do something absolutely crazy. I got to see if there's going to be like a bunch, you know, you know, uh, aspired professional wrestlers or guys that are working in like the indies that show up to the show and when that song plays just start the pit going and going absolutely crazy like i want to mosh with some wrestlers over this well, <laughs> what city are you in i'm in milwaukee wisconsin so i think when i looked at the tour lineup the closest date to me would have been the joliet illinois date just because of the proximity to chicago gotcha yeah man you had to come out I have to other because I'm pretty sure if I don't as, as well, uh, Sahaj from Raul will not be too happy about that because I've had him on the yeah. podcast twice, I believe. Nice. Yeah. And you, you have to bring your brother out too as well. You know, oh, oh that's got to happen. Yeah. And, Wait, and, and is he in, is he in your area? Uh, he lives in Madison, Wisconsin. So he's about maybe an hour, hour, 15 minutes west of me. But you know what? You if, if it's something that's a gonna... road trip. It's it's not even that big of a road trip either. Plus, I'll be like, hey, why spend time at you know working at the bar? Why spend time you know at at a place where maybe there's a lot of people there that day? Take the day off. Let's go. Let's enjoy and you know have a good time. See what happens. Hey, shows on me, man. You know all you got to do is show up. That's it. I, I got, I'll take care of everything else. There you go. There you go. We got that. And so again, we got new music coming from you guys. We have a tour happening in March. We have a November tour in the UK that's going on. High demand. Are there going to be potential any festival dates that we could see you on this year? Yeah, that is kind of coming through the pipeline. So uh, we will have probably a couple of announcements on that. Can't say yet, but yeah, um, 
at least a couple. We did uh, Blue Ridge last year, or the year before, uh, you know, late 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year seemed to be like it was a bit of a debacle, but... um, (laughs) I can speak to that personally. Yeah, Yeah. well, were you there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was... was, I I heard horror stories, you know, who knows? But um, I'm assuming that might still go on again, but I, I don't know. It's looking a little bleak. It's looking, yeah. it's it's definitely looking bleak. If it goes on, it definitely won't be at the capacity that it was the past couple of years. And be just for yeah. the sheer size and everything that's gone down, because I was there in 2021 and in 2023. And I've got stories from both years that are just like, how did this happen? Yeah. How, how did this yeah. actually happen? So if they're going to do it again, then they're going to have to like scale it back and really try and restart somewhere else. Because what had, like where they had gotten to, that just can't happen anymore. 2022 is smooth. You know, I, you know, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, whatever went down last year did because 2022 was great. You know? Yeah. I don't say the, of course the year I don't go between the, the post pandemic yeah. Ridge years is the one where it's like, yeah, everything went fine. And I'm just like, maybe I'm the bad <laughs> luck charm in this. I don't know. You could be, man, you know, I, I could be, but the fact that we're potentially, you know, we're getting a couple <clears throat> festival dates from you guys, of course, we're not going to announce them until, you know, they're actually officially announced by the festival, but yep. it gives us something to look forward to because there might be times where people can't come and see you in March, but it's going to give more hope and more just, we have a chance to see the Union Underground play. We have a chance to really get down, have a blast with this and just enjoy this music once again at a time where, you know, maybe we never thought we were going to hear it again, but now we have that opportunity once again. Yeah. And, you know, I want to assure people that, you know, this is just the beginning as far as touring. I mean, 2025 will be a full-blown North American tour, you know, um, all across the country. So we're just starting 2024. We're already thinking ahead into 2025. Now, that is fantastic. That is foresight. And that is something that just gets me even more energized because there's more chances to see you. And especially if, you know, if I can't drag my brother out to the show in March, we're going to have a chance to potentially in 2025 where... You might be playing closer to us and boom, now we're all set. Maybe I know there's a venue that there's pretty close to where he actually works that has a huge amount of shows in this kind of capacity. Yeah, you guys can end up playing there and it won't be that hard to drag him there. Literally drag him there. I might have to trap him the hood of my car like a deer and just like, we're going, man. I don't care. I love it. Yeah. We'll pull it off. Well, Brian, I got one more question before I wrap this up. Are you ready for it? It's All a right. question I love to ask every guest I have on the on the podcast. It's something I've started back in September, and it allows us to get to know more of the music that you're enjoying and that you're listening to. So can you give me three band or artist recommendations that you love that you would absolutely like to get more people to know about? Uh, you know what? I, there's um, – I like – are you familiar with uh, Royal Blood? Yes. I actually like those guys a lot, you know, and it's kind of, it's kind of a, a little outside of my usual listening, um, you know, library, but um, I liked the record they did um, just before, I think they just put something out, but the one maybe from two years ago, um, I dig those guys. And I've, I've been kind of following them for a few years and um, I, I like some of that stuff. Um, three bands. That's hard. You know, I'm not, I don't do a lot of digging around of new stuff, you know. Um, I like, you know, I like to put on like old Tom Petty records and just like, you know, 
I'm a big 70s hound, you know. Um, I love like old Zeppelin stuff and Tom Petty and um, newer stuff. God, man. I mean, I, I really, uh, I don't do too much digging on new stuff, to be honest. I mean, we a can lot mark, of it kind of tends to sound them. the same to me, you know. Yeah, Royal Blood. I, I, I really like those guys, actually. Um, yeah. Not too, not too, um, not super duper current with everything. But then again, you think about it too. No, I, don't. I was, I was saying we can use older Tom Petty as well because nothing wrong with getting more people to listen to Tom Petty. There's nothing sure. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then even Zeppelin too. But if there's, if there's one that just pops in your head that just stands out, man, I would love to hear it. I like, I like some of that. Uh, I like some of the Sleep Token stuff. Mm-hmm. If people are familiar with that. Oh, so, I mean, um, Sleep Token was probably the biggest metal band in 2023 with how much they blew up over the past year. It was it, it was phenomenal to watch. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't really follow what they're doing online and that kind of thing. But I did hear a few songs probably last year for the first time. I was like, I, I was impressed with that stuff. It, it was it was a bit different from what everyone's doing, you know. If you get a chance, though, because I know they're coming through North America once again, I believe in May. If you get a chance, potentially go see that show live. I highly suggest it. It is something where I wasn't into their music really that much. And then I got to see them perform live and it changed my perception on the band completely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to do that. Yeah. So there we go. We got, we got Royal Blood. We got Sleep Token and we got older Tom Petty. You can throw older Zeppelin in there as well, too, because nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. Well, Brian, as we bring this episode to a conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give my guest, which is you, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug or even a plug, promote or promote at the end of the episode. So, my friend, the floor is yours. Okay. Of course, uh, Back to the 2000s tour starts in March in the U.S. Soil, raw, flaw. Go to unionunderground.com for ticket information, of course. And VIP upgrades. We're doing VIP packages so you can come hang out with everybody. Um, that's always a blast. And the UK, of course, in November, can't really announce the details of that yet. But by the time this is out, it'll probably be announced so we can kind of attach it to the post and everyone can get that information. And an obnoxious amount of music uh, will be released in <laughs> in the next couple of years. So no worries there. Oh, then there is a lot to really get into there. So the best way when it comes to the underground of make sure to follow along with all this stuff, go and see them live in March. If you're in the U S go and see them live in the UK. If you're, if you're in the UK in November and make sure you're aware of all the new music that's coming out. Best you can do is go to description of the podcast where it says find the underground online links and labels for social media, where you can find their music, stream it, listen to it, buy it, buy some merch and get tickets for those shows all going to be down there as well. So I'm doing all the hard work for you. All you got to do is click and go back to the 2000s with us and absolutely enjoy. And Brian, now it's time for promise number two or part number two. I make a certain promise, whatever I've guessed in the podcast, I absolutely enjoy having on as a way to say thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time. And I would like to continue to support the band in the future any way I can. And I like to do it like this. This is not an if, it's a when. When I get to see perform live for the first time, I will do my due diligence to make sure that I can go all Liam Neeson from Taken and I will look for you. I will pursue you. I will find you. I will say hi. And first round's on me. I love it, man. I can't wait to see you in uh, Wisconsin, for sure. Or no, you're yeah. going to go to Joliet. Yeah, I have to go to the Joliet show, because I think that's that's a close one to me. So 
I'll, I'll try and strap my brother to the hood of the car and drive, you know, drive down I-94 just to get to Chicago, then veer off towards Joliet. But as long as the cops don't stop me with, you know, a human strapped to the hood of my car, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, we uh, we are doing Ringle. Is Ringle closer? I think Joliet's to going to be a lot closer than Ringle, honestly. I think okay, yeah. it's about maybe I'm not that familiar with the region. Yeah, I think Ringle's a little bit further north than, like, even further north than uh, different. So I think Joliet's going to gotcha. be the best way to go. Gotcha. So, and then now time for number three. As I bring this to its conclusion, I do not want this episode by saying goodbye. I believe that's way too final. I don't like doing that. Plus, I would love to bring it back on the podcast once again when the new music's ready to come out, when the new album's ready to come out, talk about it, get more people to know about it, and have a blast once again. So I cannot end this by saying goodbye, Brian. I have to end it by saying, I'll see you later. You too, Kevin. Thank you so much, man. Woo! Well, folks, this is my interview with Brian from the band The Union Underground. Now it's time for Kevin's final thought. First things first is I had to ask that across a nation question. I had to. It was something that still connects me and my brother pretty heavily to this day. He got into wrestling once again because WWE Network's on Peacock. When he works out and he does anything or he's bored, he'll watch a bunch of old, like, you know, wrestling shows building up. And it kind of got me back into it, too. So we always remember listening to the song, watching Raw back in like 2004, 2005, 2006. And it, it just, it was something that I had to ask. It's just something for, for me and my brother. I know you guys wanted to hear it too, but that was something that was personal. But when it comes to Union Underground, I mean, this is a band that had quite a big launch off of that one. And of course, I mean, we didn't talk about it, but there's a things that happened there that, you know, the band hasn't really done anything since as Union Underground. But now coming back into it, Playing these shows again with Soil, Flaw, and Ra in March. Going to the UK in November of 24. Playing some festival days and brand new music coming out. This is really cool. We're seeing bands that are coming back out once again. And a lot of it is based off of this. I think a lot of it is based off like a potential nostalgia kick. Based on the fact that, you know, when it came to more of that new metal drive of the early 2000s, there's a lot that's peaking up back again throughout music, especially in metal, especially in metalcore. And we're seeing the connection where how cool and inventive this stuff actually was for the time. And a lot of bands that were around back at that time were getting more appreciation from. And the fact that the Union Underground's come back and playing once again, and we're going to get more music, which is a continuation from an education in rebellion. That's just, that's just nuts. So go make sure you check these guys out because you from the 2000s will absolutely want to make sure this happens. Don't let yourself in the past down. Go and see this show. Go and see these guys play live. When it comes to Union Underground, though, anything you need from them when it comes to their new shows that are playing, March of 2024 here in the U.S., November 2024 in the U.K., any festival days, and when new music comes out, go script for the podcast or just find Union Underground online. Links and labels for everything are going to be there. All you need to do is click on one. It'll take you there. Also, make sure you follow the Corporate Gresham Podcast on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast right down here if you are on YouTube. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please hit that follow button. Helps us out. Make sure you do not miss out on any of these great podcast episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. And hit like on the episode as well. Helps push us in all the algorithms and gets more people to know about the great rock and metal music. Thank you once again, Mr. Brian. I really do appreciate it. I cannot wait to have you back on the podcast. Once that new album is ready to drop, we can talk all about it. Until then, let's just enjoy this Back to 2000s tour. On that note, that's going to be you guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. That was a big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all! Oh!